0: The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision.
1: I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing and more. Oftentimes at this point in the show, I like to say the first hour is all about business. The second hour is we get into more strategy, maybe. One of my goals on this show, strategically, is to not hurt y'all. It's also one of my strategies in life. I've never flicked off a human being. I've never flicked a bird. It's just not my thing. I'd rather wave at people and smile (laughs) because it pisses them off more. But one of the things I won't do is um, give advice that... It hurts, and in early in my career, there was probably a stock or two that you got into that you got in over your head, that I introduced you to, and I, I felt horrible about it. Now, again, there's always going to be a reminder: consultant broker for taking action ever on anything, ever mentioned on the show. Um, my mom once told me, you know, if you fall in love with a woman, you get intimate, and you can and will make a baby. So know that you're going to do that. And I know that when I talk stocks, sometimes you're going to get into something, and you're going to, you know, I'm gonna I'll talk about Skechers. And you'll go, I'll say something like, they could be the next Nike. And you're like, I'm not the next Nike's Nike. So I stopped talking about Skechers unless I said something along the lines of, eh, maybe you own both and say people will wear shoes for the next hundred years. But again, it, is, it ultimately falls on you. But even in my own life, don't drink drive. Um, don't do a lot of recreational drugs. Notice the term a lot. Never in drive. Yes, I've used a sleep aid or two, but I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. That's just not my thing just not my thing and during the pandemic i shut down i I protected my family as best i could and sure in the last month if we opened up a little bit more no not really i will never try to hurt another human being it's just not in my nature it's just not in my nature i boxed in college once in a dormitory it was called the water slaughter and i'll never do that again (laughs) that's a crazy feeling punching another man uh, the adrenaline rush is not good. For the record, I'm undefeated, bouncing Bobby Black. Woo, woo, um, I beat a very overweight guy named Ohad. Um, and if you're listening, no rematch. We're not going to go Rocky Balboa on this one. Shut up, Thank you very much, T. T, you still like gold? No way, Pooh. Doesn't like gold. Maybe gold's already had its run up during That's the pandemic. Right. I- good answer. So, okay, so there's the pandemic is starting to ease a little bit, and we're starting to talk about is it safe or not safe? We're good. We got a couple more things to go through. Colleges, every college town seems to be a mess right now with COVID. And yeah, kids are dying. College football player uh, died, COVID complications. Yes, he happened to be overweight. But kids are dying. I've seen a five-year-old kid die of COVID. So I will never, ever, ever fly. I will never brag about it. I will never tell my friends about it. I will never like, put other people at risk because I don't know. So anyway, I digress. Um, Mr. T and Gold, that was kind of a nice transition. To We know that there's pre-pandemic plays that were working well, a lot of retailers. We know that there's pandemic plays that are working well, a lot of companies that are letting you work from home whether it be companies like Best Buy or whether it be companies like Turtle Beach who are making headsets or Apple who are selling more laptops or Dell who, yeah, they're losing a little bit of the corporate play. That's a little bit of a negative for Dell. As it does HP, they're enterprise companies. And if enterprises are saying work at home, it's more of a work at home angle that you need to have. A lot of people like their devices to be the same. And if we have a billion iPhones, there's probably a need for a billion iMacs down the road which they're not even close on. Um, but always try to do no harm. That's the goal of this show. Another one of the show is to show you that Wall Street's not that dangerous. It goes up seven out of ten years. It went up during a pandemic. Um, there's not a lot to, to wrestle capitalism There's not a lot that can wrestle low interest rates. I like those combinations, low interest rates and capitalism. Some years I'll say new product demand. Some years I will find reasons to be bullish or positive. And they usually come to fruition because we're a nation of consumers. I try not to ever put you in a position to hurt. That's my goal. Always in my life. Don't have a lot of anger in me. Um, Take a look at the stock market today. That's why, for instance, a younger Rob Black would have been in Tesla, geez, 500, 600% ago. An older Rob Black's like, if I'm going to talk about an IR, I need to not hurt people. So I say, I don't own it. I wish I did. I wish I owned that performance. I don't wish I owned that risk. I used to have problems with their earnings, lack of them, and then they get earnings. I'm not impressed with the quality of them. I'm not knocking it because... Electric vehicles are a future. I believe electric vehicles are a future. Um, stocks rebounded today at the open. Broad based gains. Sentiment not being deterred by negative headlines um, out of one person and a test, which it could be literally like when they make vaccines, let's say they put like crab shell in it, it could be like he didn't know that he was allergic to crab and he found out he was allergic to crab. That's a really poor example, but that's really how to oversimplify it for you. Tiffany's down today. Uh, Louis Vuitton Moet Hennessy said it will not complete the tra- acquisition of Tiffany. Tiffany's going to try to enforce a um, stipulation that we kind of agreed we were going to do this. <laughs> so we don't want to marry you. And now the wife's suing the husband. So Louis Vuitton said, you know, hey, go get a pretty dress. We're going to get married. Tiffany got the pretty dress, and they're like, they put their heart and soul into it, and then Louis Vuitton jilted them at the the altar. I don't care about either company. Uh, They're not on my radar. If I were like one of the two, it's Louis Vuitton, because luxury seems to be the playground of the rich. And last time I checked, we still have rich people. Maybe not as many, but we do. Slack's down 13%, despite an amazing top and bottom line quarter. Zoom kind of ruined it for everyone. Zoom had the bestest, best best friend, most awesomeness, most candy, sugar, lovely quarter ever during the pandemic. And Slack had a great quarter. It just wasn't as good as uh, Zoom's. With that said, if Mr. T saying gold may be played out as a place to hide, some of these these big tech companies, their momentum is cracked. Now they're going to be based on growth, um, growth in income and income, and the momentum is cracked. Now, again, I'm not saying that. I'm not a short-term market prognosticator. Like I said, I want to do no harm to people. What I'm trying to say is maybe now is a good time to pass on gold unless you think the pandemic numbers are going to get worse. Now we're getting it from the elderly in New York and the elderly in Florida um, to college towns it won't be as deadly we know that we assume that um i can make less of a case for gold now than i could a month ago or two months ago or three months ago now maybe you see the vaccine or one person has a bad reaction and you go okay we're never gonna crack this one this is gonna be like hiv or hepatitis it's never going away you may be right and i give you that room to do that on this show um i don't try to tell you what i what you have to do I see all green. I see the Russell getting a little bit weaker as the morning goes on. Gold is rallied and is up. That's not a good sign if you believe in the recovery play today. But again, who's basing the markets on one day? You can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com or roblackshow.com.
0: Want the podcast
1: with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter.
0: His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. We're making financial sense of your portfolio. Now, back to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW.
1: A show dedicated to getting you to retirement. Whew. Little Debbie. Do you remember Little Debbie snack cakes? We're like, why is she so devilishly cute when you were at the grocery store as a child? And you're like, I got to get some Little Debbie brownies. Well, Little Debbie's still around. She's a brand. She unveiled oatmeal cream pie cereal. Now we're talking less about COVID and more about snack food. Uh, Little Debbie's tied towards Kellogg's. It's an oatmeal cream pie cereal. It sounds like it's going to be no good for us anyway, shape or form, and Americans will eat it up. Uh, nine ninety nine or three ninety nine for a box of cereal. Cereal is expensive. A big box of cereal is like seven dollars now. I remember back in the day where you can you know make your your financial goals by eating cereal. Simpler times in your twenties. Uh, you'd skip a dinner and you'd have a bowl of cereal and it was just as good. Those days seem to be gone. But um, I bring this one up in large part because I want to talk a little bit about Warren Buffett. In the first five years of my investment career, I didn't get Warren Buffett. I knew that he was good. I knew that he was great. I knew that he had that Graham Dodd connection. I knew that he bought a house when he was 15 years old and he sold bicycle parts or something like that. It was all vague but when he, I learned that he bought into Dairy Queen. I was like, why? I don't even know where Dairy Queen. I only see Dairy Queens like in mountainous areas when I'm traveling to mountainous areas. I, I don't see them in the, you know, the New York cities or the Washington DCs. Um, I don't know if that's a true statement because I am not all eyes everywhere. But I never got it. And then I then when he's eating one for his um, uh, shareholder meeting. Because he kind of like says, "Oh, I drink, I drink a Coca Cola every day, and uh, Dairy Queen blizzards," and like he kind of practices what he preaches, so to speak. What was interesting about it was right around that time I was talking to someone. This was in the '90s, and everyone was opening up frozen yogurt stores. Frozen yogurts were the rage in America. Every, like, hey, it's better than ice cream. Hey, it's better than ice cream. We didn't ask, does it have as much sugar as ice cream in it? We didn't ask, is it bad for you in any way, shape, or form? We just said, hey, it's better than ice cream. And sure, it's it's better than ice cream, but a lot of things are better than ice cream, right? But I talked to someone who franchised one of the Froyos or something like that. And she goes, oh, yeah, um, I can make a batch of yogurt that costs maybe five bucks Gold old packet. Um, it's dirt cheap, and she goes, "I can sell thousand dollars out of it. Profit margins are huge in that product markup." Now again, she has to pay for the lease. She has to pay for the electricity. There's other costs, but it's not. It's a pretty cheap product to make. It's like a pepperoni pizza that you're buying for fifteen bucks. Um, it's about a buck ninety two dollars in ingredients, and the most expensive is cheese. Um. Just throwing it out there for you. They know your product. Know the costs of it. When Peloton said that they're going to come out with a cheaper Peloton, um, margins are going to be disrupted by that. Maybe. But they also came out with a more expensive Peloton bike and a more expensive treadmill and a less expensive treadmill. They're trying to get some product differentiation for different cost points and people. Um, if you take a look at Facebook right now, almost every other ad seems to be on exercise equipment. Um, a lot of people are selling exercise equipment. There's a lot of things that you can do from home with bands and such like that. It's a big trend right now. Um, but I digress. Eight hundred five one six twelve twenty. 516 1220 calls on the air. Stanley Drunken Miller. Name that I love. Drunken Miller. That's a. It's like. Quackenbush, that's quite a last name, that the stock market is in an absolute raging mania. I like Stanley Drunkenmiller. I could probably write down 30 people who I like in the industry, whether they be marketing executives, uh, research analysts, um, investment policy committee members, uh, once great, amazing portfolio managers. But Stanley Drunkenmiller said, the stock market is a mania fueled by the Federal Reserve, and investor speculation that will end badly in the coming years. I don't completely disagree with him. In the coming years, if interest rates march higher, it's going to end badly. In my opinion, consult a broker for particular action on any If we move to a far left or too far right um, political spectrum, it could reward excesses that turn into bubbles. Everybody loves a party. Everyone loves a p- bubble. Have you ever seen a child not a door with magic and awe when they see mom blow bubbles? She's blowing butterflies. Everyone loves a party. A big party comes a hangover. Have you ever had a party at your house and the next morning you're like, "What? Wait, wait, where's my car keys?" And maybe you're not even hungover, but you're looking, you're trying to put together the wreckage from the night before. I don't think his analogy is wrong. Coming into this year, and I almost said this with Patrick O'Hare, who I think is a great market strategist and a great mind, who I love having on the air. He's always welcome. Coming into this year, we were kind of looking for a reason to have a bad year. We had 10 straight up years. And we ran into COVID. I'm like, sweet. I didn't really say that. But any reason takes some steam off Wall Street, I kind of want on occasion. Because the party's raging. So we got a lot of steam out of it, and like everyone's like, "Oh crap, stocks stink." We didn't even get to the point where newspapers and magazines were putting the death of the stock market forever. Like within forty-five days, we're like, "Let's party back to market highs." And you could hear the song, "The roof, the roof, the roof is on fire." Like you could hear the dance music, the parties start back up. I'm okay, and I, but I do agree with Drunken Miller. I'm okay enjoying the low interest rates. I'm okay staying. In, Almost fully invested, if not fully invested. I'm okay shifting some opportunities that may have lower risk. Um, But this ends badly when interest rates move higher. Um, Will we have one or two or three bad years? Yes, and that's a good thing. Do I see it coming anytime soon? Not on my horizon yet. But it's on my radar to think about. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Find me online at newfocusfinancial.com or robblackshow.com.
0: Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves, weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. Your comments and questions are always welcome. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW.
1: I'm not trying to exaggerate or oversell myself, but I probably do, I want to say about 12 good hours a day of work tied towards understanding markets and market strategies and vertical acquisitions and just trying to put everything into some common sense for you. I would be totally happy doing this 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. show for the rest of my life. I enjoy the Bay Area. I enjoy the Bay Area audience. One of the smartest in the world. Not knocking any other listener right now, but there's a lot of PhDs here to the point that they intimidate me. I don't like going to parties here because I'm kind of antisocial, and then everyone finds out what I do for a living, and they want to ask questions, and I'm like, I don't know how to design silicon, or (laughs) like I can't do what you do. I'm kind of a monkey here that they like to pet. Um, With that said, I'm digressing. 15-year mortgage rates are 2.4%. 30-year mortgage rates are 3.08%. We're seeing a push-up 40% in uh, sales activities in August. That's a crazy number. It should be low single digits this time of year as we're winding down summer and going into the fall. Um, But part of it was a a Labor Day that came later. Part of it was a Memorial Day that kind of shut down the world Of home buying. So, there's some pent-up demand there, um, for sure. But the low rates. The low rates are helping housing. The low rates are helping the stock market. Do we get a theme today? Slack is down nearly 15% after its earnings report. It was a great earnings report, but it was a pandemic stock that went too far too fast. That makes me start thinking, what about some other companies? And one that comes to mind is gold. I know you're saying gold's not a company. Gold had a good run. Gold was at an all-time high.
0: That's gold, Jerry. <laughs> gold!
1: If the pandemic's not going to last forever, which is the assumption, then you got to watch the things that work during the pandemic. But you also should have your eyes open for stocks that you may want a piece of down the road. Some buying opportunities uh beyond meat didn't have restaurants during the pandemic still doesn't have restaurants really but they did well in the consumer section of your grocery store where we started using things like instacart one of the things that has come out of the pandemic is uh, people are making better food lists, so we should get down to eating food only that we eat and less spoilage which would be great for the world but again i digress um I don't listen to Joe Rogan. He's not my thing. Uh, Howard Stern, he's kind of aged out as far as relevancy goes. Um, I don't have a lot of entertainment in my life. I was asking my producer this morning, Mike, I'm like, what do you do when you're tired of your spouse? What do you do when you can no longer sit on the toilet? What do you do? Um, Every now and then I go through like a TV show on Netflix. I get consumed by it. But that's probably like two a year. It's not much. So one of the things I do is I I study people. Um, Scott Galloway is a New York University professor who has a podcast. He also has a really, really nice um, internet channel. I think he does a good job. I'll follow him on Twitter. Um, Every now and then he surprises me with his witty uh, insights into big tech companies. And he gets vertical integration really well. So he's helping us all figure this out and understand it. Same Scott Galloway, he's a New York University professor, and he really understands marketing and branding and big tech's power and influence, probably with marketing and branding. Check him out. I find this world entertaining. Um, I've got a dog that I like going to the dog park with, although the dog park's stressful. In the Bay Area, everyone wears a mask at a dog park. I'm like, isn't there any place that we don't have to wear a mask?
0: And
1: I'm not an anti-masker in any way, shape, or form. Uh, I'm good with it. but It's just that constant reminder that our childhood has been taken away from us, even if we're not children. Some of the things that we love and could over. I did a base bucket plunge yesterday because I'm that kind of bored. Pulled out the slip and slide because properties here aren't big enough to have pools unless you're kind of a ridiculous person. Um, and you have to have a pool. Um, so I pulled out the slip and slide. (laughs) I used to like going to the pool. I can't go to the pool right now. The gym's still not there. Um, the gym is letting listen to this. Sign up for a membership and you can sit by the pool. I'm like, that's not a pool. But I was doing the slip and slide yesterday. Some stories of note today. Um, I, I think I've hit this pretty good. I think we can walk away with this lesson. Slacks down even though I had a great quarter. I question other pandemic plays because we've seen too many companies report their third quarter and say the same th- or say great quarter but their stock is getting hit um netflix is in the news talking about how great of a company they are i never like that i like reed hastings he was one of the greatest guests i've ever had on this show he quit mid-interview when i asked him about delivering adult movies I was like, is that a bit, like, I was trying to figure out the business models down the road. I'm like, you ever think about, like, that segment of the population? And he's like, I'm a member of the Christian coalition, and he hangs up on me. <laughs> I'm like, oh, boy, I didn't mean it like that. I, I just thought I was being, I thought I was being Howard Stern kind of thing. Um, and it was the right question posed with the wrong words. Wrong. Thank you. Thank you, Donald. Tesla's up 20 bucks today, up 6%. Nike's up 2.5%. I own shares of Nike. Apple's up 4.4%. And the recent give back in both Tesla and Apple tell me, you should be grateful for the run-up if you held them. Give backs are normal. They're part of the process. Um, We look at the other big tech giants like Apple and Alphabet and Amazon and Facebook, and they had a blockbuster congressional hearing in July. They faced questions about their company's leverage and advantage, and it almost seemed to be a plus for their stock prices. Now, Netflix co-CEO Reed Hastings, who I told you once hung up on me, um, he's like, a lot of the tech companies are data exploiting. And he said they're very formidable companies. They've got much bigger market caps. They've got multi-line businesses. He goes, we're a great company. Because for $15 a month, you get amazing content. And he's almost saying... Facebook would be better with a subscription model. I think that's true. I think the trolls out there who hate Trump or love Trump, the trolls out there who hate Biden or less love Biden, we would see a lot less of them if we had to pay 10 bucks a month for the service. Apple has said, we're going to turn off that opt-in feature. I love it. I've been using Apple's new software um, that's going to be released in about a month. And one of the cool things is it says, do you want Facebook following you? I'm like, no. So I hit no. Now, Facebook's saying you're going to ruin us, Apple, because of that. Our whole business model is on opting out, not opting in. So Facebook should start thinking exactly like Netflix is saying and saying, okay, how about if we give you $5 for using our service? Or you give us $5 to $10 and we'll keep the trolls away. Hmm. Another subscription service. Wall Street likes subscription services. I heard Rob say that today. I get it. I get it. Um, So Netflix is part of that FANG group of stocks. Facebook, Amazon, Alphabet, Netflix, Google, Apple. Microsoft is in there now. So the FANG acronym doesn't quite work. But I would say Netflix probably has the the purest, cleanest business model that doesn't really rely on advertising. I'd say Apple doesn't either. Google pays billions of dollars to be on Apple's search engine. And Apple basically could cut their nose off and say, we're going to make sure that you don't get as much information. It's going to be an interesting 2021 because Apple has said yesterday, okay, we will delay integrating that feature when it comes out in September, October, we will give companies a little bit more time to figure something out on how to track you without you knowing about it or how to track you with you knowing about it. Apple's really trying to set themselves as very pristine. And in this corner, the cons- the company that sells consumer products that love you. And this corner, Facebook, the one that exploits you. Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg said yesterday, Facebook is not a right-wing echo chamber. Uh, but it kind of is when <laughs> you can't really separate what's advertising and what's stories, and the average American can't to be to be honest. Ten-year Treasury sits at sixty-nine basis points. Ooh. Um that still tells me the market has upside, and I'll tell you why. And this is ridiculous. This is too simplified. I've made money every time I bought the stock market under three and a half percent on the ten-year Treasury. <laughs> it's something that I said twenty years ago. When the 10-year Treasury dips, stock market rallies. When the 10-year Treasury rallies, stock market dips. That's an oversimplification. And you can really create a portfolio that has way too much risks based on that assumption. I don't want you to do that. What do we got here? NASDAQ, Dow, S&P 500 all up 2%. It's a big bounce back day. Dead can't bounce. I don't know. Did anything come out yesterday versus today that it says, economically, things have changed now? And I give a ton of credit to Patrick O'Hare when I said, are you worried that AstraZeneca had one person in their trials have an allergic reaction or some sort of reaction that was serious? He goes, no, because there's four, five, seven, ten other companies around the world trying to come up with a vaccine, and they haven't had the problem. So, One out of 10 trials is a pretty good number compared to how many people are dying every day with complications. I'm Rob Black, talking to all things financial money, investing, and more. You can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. We'll take a break here. We'll be right back. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at
0: kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW.
1: Let's end on a happy note today. Thanks for listening. Walmart has launched an on-demand drone delivery pilot. I still question how are we going to possibly, how is this going to work when you have drones and you have a population in the United States where a lot of people own guns? I know you're not supposed to discharge them for fun and giggles, but we do. I don't own a gun for the record. Um, too much of a chance of things going wrong in my mind. Um, and an am a mods guy. So Walmart launches an on-demand drone delivery pilot. Okay, okay. Um, I don't get it. I still get the drivers. I still, I'll still i get automated cars. We're not going to shoot at cars, I don't think, but maybe we will. Maybe I'm wrong on this one. But also the idea of a package falling and hitting someone's head. Again, I'm not sophisticated enough to know how smart the plans are. Little Debbie unveiled oatmeal cream pie cereal. Love it, America. You are fat little Loompa Loompas who have diabetes, and that's going to be a big way to invest for the next 20 years. There's a hunt for a gold ticket. Yes, the real live Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka. Which, for the record, the Johnny Depp Willy Wonka, very creepy and eerie. The Gene Wilder Gene, uh, Willy Wonka, kind of nice. I kind of liked him. But the Jelly Belly founder has a gold ticket gold ticket treasure hunt. And there's going to be... Wait, no, wait, there's a rub. Instead of buying a candy bar and seeing if you get the gold ticket, you actually have to enter for a spot in a state hunt. For $50, bucks, forty nine ninety eight, a real-life candy man, David Klein, who was the founder of Jelly Belly Jelly Beans, plans to host a series of scavenger hunts with gold tickets and a Willy Wonka-like premise. You're going to get to own a candy factory. He's going to train you himself. Nah, I don't know if I want to own a candy factory. Can't I just have the company? No. But you can go register for it, and maybe every state's going to have 1,000 participants, and every state's going to have a gold ticket. So you do the math a thousand times fifty. This is going to be a not a money maker, but it's. He's like, I just want people to have fun. I want to like like let's boycott sadness. Let's do a candy hunt. I don't know enough about this. I know Jelly Belly was a big thing. My father worked in the Reagan White House, and um, let's just say we had Jelly Bellies in the house. So when my dad left the military, he worked for the Reagan White House. Weird. Grandma and grandpa can even join with the kids and grandkids in the treasure hunt. Yay, we're getting back to a little bit normal. But you have to wear a mask while you're hunting for your golden ticket. GM has partnered with Uber to put more drivers in electric vehicles. I get it. I I love GM's announcement that they're picking up 11% share of Nikola. I get I love it. I love hydrogen fuel cells. I love electric vehicles. Better for the planet, yay, what the batteries couldn't cause serious damage, boo, I, I, mean, I don't care. I question partnering with Uber right now, other than they're at a weak point. I still haven't seen, Uber's fighting a fight right now, where they're trying to make their drivers, the governments are trying to make their drivers contractors, or I'm sorry, employees, and Google's, and Uber, Uber in particular, not Google, Uber saying, no, they're contractors. And the cost of that employee, with not giving them health care benefits and not giving them paying part of their Social Security, is exorbitant to a company like Uber left. So they would have to change prices from $20 a trip across town to $60 for a trip across town. I don't know if that's quite right, but I'm not feeling Uber with the legislation pending out there. And with the pandemic of... I don't think the Uber driver is going to be the one that I have to worry about. It's the guy who was in the the car before me that I'm going to have to worry about. So that's a story that doesn't make sense to me. Um, Over half of the jobless workers in America blame COVID-19 for lack of work. I can believe that as an excuse. (laughs) Luxury giant Louis Vuitton, Moet, Hennessy, and they do everything. They do diamonds and champagne and scarves that cost thousands of dollars. They said, we're not going to buy Tiffany. They've dropped out of that deal. Sometimes mergers don't happen. Um, Two luxury brands. Tells you there would have been one less luxury brand to compete with. Probably would have been a little bit more channel distribution for both of them. Americans are turning their backyard sheds into home offices, including me. Americans are buying buildings, converting backyard sheds into home offices. um, At a pretty big pace right now. Even if COVID-19 ends right here, right now, I'm not sure the American workforce is going back to the 40 hours a week, 9 to 5 world that we were in. I, I'm not saying modern shed, a company, is something you should look for. I don't think there's a trend there. But they saw a 400% increase in interest this year. I, I don't see it publicly traded, but they're nice sheds. I mean, I'm telling you honestly, these are nice little uh, offices, extra storage. Governor of California in the past has said, hey, if you want to build a shed in back and put a bed in there, you can certainly rent it out. We don't care anymore. We need affordable housing. and We don't care if you're not up to code. We don't care. Just do it. So I think there was two trends here of cheap housing that you could put in your own backyard and now uh, office you could put in your own backyard. You could literally send your kid out. To the. You go to school in the backyard. There, something you could say like maybe a Home Depot. These aren't Home Depot metal sheds. These are um, typically built to the buyer specifications. They're typically about 120 extra square feet. I've got one, Um, but again, is there an investment there yet? I don't know if I have an answer, but I can tell you that companies don't want me in their buildings because you have to have more insurance. Companies don't want me in their buildings because they have to offer me healthcare. Companies like, I could see this trend not going back to nine to five. Will it be this stringent? No. Hey, I'll be back tomorrow. You can find me online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Thanks for listening. Tell friends. Ask the word. I'm Rob Black.
0: Tune in next time for all the
1: action.